I, so, will, I will point out one historical event happened today. So now all three of my kids are adults now. My my youngest, oh. Taylor, just turned 18 today officially. So. Oh, my birthday, gosh. Taylor. Happy birthday, Taylor. Gosh, I remember yep. when she was little. I know. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. She out there. You know, when she was out there, she was a little baby when you guys. Yeah. Dressed. Oh, my gosh. She's little. Well, well, ha- happy, happy birthday. Happy birthday. You happy did birthday, it, Dave. Taylor. You bought three kids yeah. to adulthood. Uh, Congratulations. To adulthood. I'm no longer responsible for any of them. <laughs> <laughs> we'll drink to that. <laughs> this is the History Buzz. Welcome to the History Buzz today, Dave. Great to be here. <laughs> <laughs> This is the History Buzz, where we talk about history over a couple of drinks, and we let the conversation wander where it may. So today, our guest is Dave Rios, and Dave is, I'll just say, uh, a friend of ours, a Navy friend of ours, yeah. a Navy buddy, someone we met um, on my very first ship, uh, and we actually lived with for, yeah. you know, off and on uh, over the years uh, because of Navy and all that good stuff. So Dave, I'll let you introduce yourself um, to our listeners, since this is our second podcast. So my first was with my brother and my second was the other person that responded to text messages, <laughs> which was you, Dave. But so, Dave is like a really close friend. We've known Dave for a long right, yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah. We've, we've known Dave for Dave for a while. We're actually heading down to his wedding here in, in a couple months. Mm-hmm. Um, but Dave, yep. why don't you kind of just introduce yourself real quick. Where are you like originally from? snapshot of career and where you're at now yeah yeah and i I think i think a lot of this will lend to our discussions later so you know when i was younger we moved all over the place i call home i guess where i went through high school so cincinnati ohio yeah um joined the navy from there and then uh went to san diego several times started off enlisted went through an officer program then ohio state commissioned through there and then uh, went through flight school uh flew helicopters just like jen but a different kind of a, a different but similar helicopter community. And then, uh, and of course, you know, just a lot of flying and then going back and doing uh, instructor training. And then after that, met you guys on, uh, on USS Tarawa. Yeah. Um, and then, like you said, we were roommates uh, twice, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then after that, I kind of ended my Navy career at uh, working at US Central Command and uh, MacDill Air Force Base which I then retired from, and now I'm a uh, government contractor working there now doing uh, kind of like, uh, I guess it's tech scouting, so technology discovery. Oh, cool. And, uh, and try to find a way to integrate it, but mostly working with small businesses and industry and academia and seeing how we can plug their technology into what what we have for use cases or requirements or gaps in DOD. So cool. that's, what I, that's, that's me in a right nutshell. On, right career on. Career. Awesome. I have other interesting hobbies and interests, but I don't yes. think anybody cares. Yeah. So, 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 just for the listeners here, right? Everybody, I think most of us, you know, anybody listening and those of us sitting here uh, this evening have friends that know a lot about something or a little bit about a lot of things. Dave Rios is is my one friend who I always say he knows a lot about a lot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it's and it really it really is true. Like if I had a ever had a question about something, yeah. if I just Cars, I, I, cars. If I everything help about with anything, cars, is like yeah. I, I would reach out to Dave. Um, yeah, I, so, I think so, a lot of that lends itself to, and I think that's kind of like why I do technology discovery now. Is um, I've always been well, 
I was told this. I researched the fun out of everything. So you, know, you, <laughs> you, you find an interesting topic, and uh, and then I'll I'll literally sit and and dwell on it for days and days. So while everybody else is sitting here, you know, on the couch watching TV, I'll have my phone opened up and just trying to find as much about anything that came up as possible, and then just kind of try to retain that information so it can come as come up as like useless. Uh, Who's it like Norm on Cheers? You know, <laughs> That's exactly you know, it. You can drive the conversation into into popping up like useless facts, you know. And, yeah. And try to integrate that, but that's what I enjoy doing. Yeah. So 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 what are what we're going to start with? I kind of I when you and I were texting back and forth, I kind of gave you the the general questions of of yeah. what we're trying to do. I'm going to change it up a little bit for this first one. <clears throat> not, sure. not do something a little different. So what I want to do, and I was going to do this with Jen the other night, but we decided to save it for you, Dave. Save it for you. Is I'm, I'm going to play, <laughs> let's play a quick word association game. Because this is the whole thing, like you probably bounced this off Jen, and Jen's like, yeah, that'll throw him back on his heels. <laughs> so Dave, real quick, if I say 1970s, what do you think? Okay. Well, I'll give you, I'll give you one phrase. I, okay. I always look at, you know, 1970 is probably one of the best time periods for uh, American muscle. So that's going to be car related. Okay. <laughs> um, football. College football, Ohio State. You guys know I'm a big Buckeyes fan. Uh, there we go. Okay. So that leads into the next one. Next. So next word is words. Canton, Ohio. That's going to be the College Football Hall of Fame there, I believe. Okay. Isn't it? Hall, yeah. Hall of Fame. Movie stars. Um, I like some of the old classics. You know, there's always movies that I, I, I always enjoy watching. And I think uh, I think I'm I think I know definitely know Jen is a, a big fan of like if it's Christmas time, there's certain movies you have to pop in. That's right. And so I, I do leading. I do like, you know, leading, you know, it's a wonderful life. All those. So like I do like the older black and white. actors. Okay. All right. So that's so now if I was to say white Ford Bronco, what would come to mind? I think you're driving everybody into OJ Simpson. Which, <laughs> All right. My, my last one, my, my, you know, I have to give commentary. So, you know, the new Broncos, you know, the new Bronco. Oh yeah. yeah. People joke about the new Bronco wave and it's the OJ Simpson holding, you know, showing the gloves. I don't think I had heard this. So, so yeah. that, so that's my last word association. If the gloves don't fit, you must. Quit. A quit. Okay. So, so all of those I was driving down towards and Jen had very different answers for hers. It was, what was, what was your seventies one? I said, star Wars. She said, star Wars football. She said, Penn state. Right. Yeah. 77. Canton, Ohio. She said, I said football hall of fame. Football I said, hall just of fame. Like you. Movie star. She said, Brad Pitt. I said, I said Pitt. white Ford Bronco. Immediately. Immediately. She went to OJ Simpson. OJ Simpson. Right. Yeah. And so, so Dave, uh, I, I do that partly so that someone else listening to the podcast can follow along and play the word association game with us, but also to kind of drive home a point too, that we all have different, Mm -hmm. we think of different things when we, when we hear these words, right? Just like you were saying the other day when we were talking on the phone, different things kind of trigger us. So what, what do you remember hearing about the OJ Simpson trial? And I believe it was in 1994. And where were you when that was happening? 94, um, college. I, I had just graduated. Well, I didn't graduate college till December 94. So I was, I was still up in school in Columbus, Ohio. Okay. 
Um, what, what do you what remember? remember from OJ? You know, it's funny. It's like I didn't really, I, I really didn't follow it because I didn't really want to get into the sensationalism behind it. But I do remember watching that ridiculously long car chase. Yep. Uh, where they, where they, I think, I think the first helicopter that followed it ran out of fuel, oh and they gosh. had to call in. They had to call in another one to go and, and round Robin and take its place. Yeah. Holy cow! So that they could keep following it. That was the most ridiculous thing ever. But yeah. And, and, and I think, I, you know, when I talked with you before, Scott, where we were talking about how certain, certain smells, senses, songs, whatever, trigger, you know, yeah. stuff from history, you know, and I think I mentioned this to you. I'm not really big on, on social history, yeah. you know, like we're, we're just talking about like the O.J. Simpson uh, case. I think history means more to me. And I think it's probably with a lot of people is um, personal history, things that I reach back in that to me, it's more meaningful. And I think it's, uh, I think, you know, I think a lot of people would agree on that. I'm not really big into to social media. Um, if you if you look at how many pictures I've posted on Facebook, there's I think it's ten or something like that. But or I just, <laughs> I, just I just regurgitate ones that other people have posted. But you know, I, I'm I'm more on the. Uh, I, I think, I think history is is important to everybody if you're into creating history. You know, creating history for yourself. Yeah. making memorable things around you. And, 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 and just to, to, to kind of, as a caveat to that, I always tell my kids, I go, I go, if I go quick, if let's say you're with somebody, good friend of yours, but you're going to, you're getting ready to introduce them to a friend of yours. They've never met before. You're in the car, you're driving there. You're going to be there in five minutes. And you try to describe that person to your friend in five minutes before you get there. How would someone describe you if you were that person? Huh. I go, I go, I go, that is, that is basically your epitaph. That is how someone asks. Her. So there's always ways that we want ourselves to be remembered. Sure. That's not, that's not how we're remembered. We're remembered by what other people remember about us. Because at the end of the day, we're gone. <laughs> you know, yeah. Yeah. It's, sure. it's, other, it's other people carrying that on. And how did they remember us? How did we leave a lasting memory on them? And, and, you know, how do we imprint ourselves on, on them for personal relationships or anything like that? And I think that's really important. I guess. So why do I have so many hobbies and interest? I mean, my, my list of hobbies is just ridiculously long, but (laughs) I, I I do it because it's something I find interesting, but it's funny. It's like, I, I challenge my kids to it and I go, so how would you, how do you describe me to your friends and they just go basically through all my hobbies and interests. And I think a lot of things that's really kind of like what defines us. And, you know, sometimes our career, if our careers are interesting, um, sometimes like if we did like a personal interaction, like we went on vacation together or we did something of significance together and things like that. But I, I, I think that's what really drives, you know, I'm going to keep going, you know, back to, you know, historical occurrences. Sure. Um, I, I think that's, I think that's really what, what defines us. And I think that's kind of like how we actually want to be defined. Sure. Yeah. History is so much memory. It is memory because it's how yeah. you remember that event or how you were told to remember that event or how you mm-hmm. learned that event. So, yeah. And I, I, think, I, mean, I think there's a, I, I think it's kind of like history is kind of a double edged sword in the fact that it's great to learn history, but I, I think there's a lot of times we're not being told both sides of it because yes. it's more of it. The history is written by the victor. Mm-hmm. So, um, and, and I think that, I think that you and Scott, you and Jen do a really good job at 
showing both sides of it, kind of like the lost history. Yeah. Because there's a lot of things we've only been shown one side of it. Yeah, absolutely. I think you guys do a really good job at least digging in as much as we possibly can. Because I tell you what, a lot of stuff isn't recorded. And some of the stuff, the lost history is just either like through folklore or songs a lot of times in certain communities. Yeah. Um, And that kind of tells the other side of the story. Yes. That doesn't hit history books. And trying to find that information is extremely difficult. Yes. So. And that's a big part of history is it's not all like we always talk about Western cultured history is like the, you know, the primary document, the newspaper, the article, but no history can be passed down through folklore, through ghost story, through a myth, through some kind of weaving, you know, it could be through a painting. So history can be a bunch of different things and it doesn't have to just be a newspaper article or a birth certificate or a document. It it can be through. Yeah. And and, and to your point, Dave, I think that I I think the personal history aspect of it for for most folks throughout their life, that's what's going to matter most. Mm -hmm. That, that's mm-hmm. honestly what's going to matter most to me. That's probably why when I was growing up, I wasn't really into history. I was like, that doesn't really matter to me. Maybe there's some stuff to learn there and I'll, I'll listen to my history teachers and stuff like that. But what I found growing up and kind of obviously being married to a historian now <laughs> is, is these, these, these large historical events, whether it's the OJ Simpson trial or, you know, the Martin Luther King assassination mm-hmm. that we talked about, you know, on the last podcast, these are kind of like large spikes you know, in a sense, like you said, that's social history. Like, these are kind of yeah. mileposts. It kind of establishes a timeline. And then the and then the personal histories, you can kind of say, like, what you're asking, Jen, oh, where were you when that occurred? Yeah. Because yeah. I was How at Penn did, State. You were at Ohio yeah. State. I was at Penn State. And I was working the library desk mm-hmm. when he was declared innocent. And I told Scott, I took a piece of paper and wrote innocent and just put it up on the desk. Because I yeah. knew everybody was kind of waiting for that verdict. Oh, yeah. And anybody who walked into the library would see that. I wouldn't have to tell people. Yeah, and, and now, now I'm gonna I'm gonna show my my age or, or youth in this group here. I was in seventh grade, and I remember because I was in the. We talked about I think on the very first trailer for this for the history buzz. The I was in Winnipeg Sarah Middle School. Right, oh this is tiny little mission school in Central California in in Carmel. And I was in seventh grade, and I remember because I didn't, I where I grew up, I didn't have TV. We where we lived, we didn't get the free network television. My parents didn't have money to pay for cable, and I remember being in seventh grade. I was in my science class. I had an, my teacher was Mrs. Ellen, and I just remember stopping. They they stopped class. They turned the radio on, and we listened to the verdict come out live over the radio. And I had zero clue what was going on, but there was other kids in my tiny little. Catholic class of my seventh grade class at this Catholic school who just like, you know, basically they were parroting most likely what their, what their parents said, right? They were like, Oh yeah, I knew he was guilty or I knew he was innocent or whatever. But after we lived with you, Dave, when we bought our first townhome right outside of PB, we had a person who lived there whose license plate said juror three. Yeah. It was juror number three. Juror number three, personalized plate. And we always thought, he must have been on the O.J. Simpson trial. Like, why would you get a personalized plate that said Juror yeah, Three? Uh, what other trial? There's, there's nothing would be else I can so think of. important. Yeah, yeah, there's no significance. Uh, like maybe the Al Capone. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, how old were you? Yeah, yeah. Like that's the only thing we like. We we never asked them, but we thought they must have been yeah, it was, it was, a juror on the O.J. Simpson yeah, trial. 
bridge off of what, what we were just talking about there. What's one of the first major historical events you remember in your lifetime happening, whether whether it's personal, right? You got winged, or it's something that happened in the world, yeah, or something that happened as a kid, in the States, or something as a kid, on or TV, or as a teenager or an adult. Like, what's the first major thing you, you I'll remember? Cover, I'll cover both. So on the okay. on the on the social side, I think I think the biggest one, just because of how traumatic it was, I think it was when the Challenger um, oh, exploded. Yeah, yeah. yeah. because that one, and and you know, I think. Let's see, I was in seventh grade i believe when that happened yeah yeah seventh grade yep and remember the remember the audio visual carts you know they, they literally That's took like every, mine was the same way know, i was in fifth grade every single audio visual cart that could possibly work <laughs> and plug them in they were showing them in different classrooms mm-hmm. and we're sitting there watching and then the thing blows up and you're suddenly going what just happened yeah you know it's like wow. and then and they were all kind of waiting and then and i remember the teacher in the classroom just went up and just, she just turned the, the television off and she was like, and she was crying and we're like, Oh, Oh, okay. I now, and then everybody learned what, uh, what was it? A malfunction? What and I'm like, yeah. Oh, NASA's NASA's version of a malfunction is very different than I think everybody else's definition. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah. yeah. But, uh, yeah. But, you know, and that's on the social side. And, and I will just because I wanted to make a comment about what the O.J. Simpson one, I think historically, I think that was the very first um, trial that was social media driven. Yeah. So, yeah, we were talking about that. The judge yeah. had allowed the news to be in there for the whole trial. Yeah. Yeah. And that was kind of rare at the time yeah. to f- allow news coverage of the entire trial. So right. you had it on TV. You could watch it. Where you're saying like you know parroting from the kids and stuff like yeah, that because yeah. everybody's everybody's kind of being forced different um, opinions based off of where it was being broadcast in whatever news and you know and that and it was almost nine months long yeah and that was kind of also the first time because you know like when you watch news now where instead of like you know the you know like the Roger Cronkite where they uh, where he would just tell you the, the news and you made your opinions for yourself. Yep. Yes. Um, that was the first time where you saw the newscasters, depending where you were living and who was broadcast, you know, uh, putting opinion onto it because they would take and they'd go and interview, you know, locally interview people and getting their opinions on the stuff and then mixing that in with. Yes. You know, oh, interesting. And, and, and then having, uh, having the commentators at the end. Yes. Yeah. Yes, they got those uh, uh, legal was, opinions, and people yeah. would weigh in on their arguments. Yeah, they and, on this doesn't reflect the yeah. opinions of blah blah blah. And then they have a commentary at the end as a wrap up for the news, and uh, that was kind of like the first time we saw that. And it was really like the first time. Uh, so much like what you're saying, Dave, is true because I remember like was it Marsha Clark? Like throughout the trial, she basically got like a makeover. Because of the way she looked in the beginning and people were yeah. not commenting on her legalese, but how she looked and how she was dressed. Yeah. With the permed and, hair and the boots. Yeah. yeah. So she changed the yeah. way she looked and stuff. And this is when the first time you're starting to really see the legal team become celebrities. Like, yeah. you know, like the Kardashians make their lives off of that trial. Yeah. Because their they father was the lawyer. Because literally. Oh, I don't think realized, I realized that. You didn't know that. I don't think I realized their that. Their dad was OJ Simpson's lawyer. Huh. Yeah, because in real life they they do absolutely nothing. 
No. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. Their, their name, their, their name is their brand. I mean, that's, yeah. that's it. Yeah. So, you know, they, they provide no, you know, nothing to society, but. But that's yeah, so, how they so, got famous. So going, going back, Dave, going back to the, to the challenger thing. I mean, was there anything that kind of you think came after, after that for you? Is that like something that got you semi interested in being a pilot in some weird sort of way? When I saw the challenger explosion, I think that was kind of the first time where you saw that, um, the U.S. had flaws in some of the things because we we saw strength in the U.S. for for a very long time and U.S. made and you and then you see this organization that's you know typically does no wrong. Um, you see this, uh, you see this happen, and then once they start doing the investigation, you find out that people are kind of sweeping decisions decision making under the rug just just to kind of push. You know, we got to get this going, we got to get this, and and. Uh, and then you found out. I know a lot of history behind it, in fact, yeah. but because uh, I have a friend of mine that, that that worked on the space shuttle. Oh wow! But but uh, he said, yeah, it, it, there it, it goes way back. Did you ever watch the documentary on the space shuttle where the, the Challenger explosion one? I think I have seen a documentary. I think, on it. I think you have. I think you have. It tells the families around too, and it talks yeah. about them and and the and the uh, I forget the the name of the uh, uh, the mission commander, but yeah. his wife. Um, she, 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 I mean, there's no holds barred. She says everything in it. And, and it talks about the ones who, uh, the, the company that made the, uh, the, the booster rockets and, yeah. and how they're at fault and how the, the engineers actually said, Hey, it's a no go. You know, if go, no go. They're like, it's a no go. And, uh, and the guy who is a representative who's sitting there at NASA goes, well, let's take a brief pause. And he literally went and he called them and he goes, you're going to change your mind on this wow. because we're a go. So it's so much big PR, like you said, Dave, so much big PR. Because, I mean, right, there was like the teacher going into space. She had won that contest, yeah, right? Cool. And so much PR had been done about this. And like you said, the the United States was riding the, these highs of the um, the Olympics and things like that. And, you know, movies, right? And everything was so USA, USA. Was yeah. it, was 84 Olympics, I think that was like Placid, I believe, 84 yeah. Olympics. yeah. yeah. And so everything was like we were looking in indestructible, right? Especially mm-hmm. against Russia, which it was still was still Cold War, right? We're still trying to yep. flex muscles we're in the Cold War. So we're winning, and the, you know it was yeah. We had we had so much momentum, and then that happened. Then you saw big U.S. machine come to a screeching halt, and then and starting to find out that we had faults of our own that uh, we had to kind of fess up to ourselves, saying, "Hey, you know what? We can fail also on yeah. major." you know, major programs like that. Um, I, I will say, you know, and I, and I'll go back to your original question, Scott. So beyond on the social side, back in history, I think the biggest traumatic one was when I was living in, we we're still living in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. And this was in, uh, 79 through, I believe it was till 80, 81, maybe 82. Um, we, uh, we, we'd always go up north because my, 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 my mom's side, they live in Midland, Michigan. Mm-hmm. And we'd always go up there for, you know, uh, for the first summer. And sometimes we go up there for uh, Christmas. But was, this happened to be in the summer. We're driving up. And we have like one of those uh, gigantic um, station wagons. And so my brother and I are sleeping in the back, you know, because we just, you know, no yep. seatbelts. How that? Yeah. Just, yeah. <laughs> just drop the, just drop the, the row yeah. seat. And just, yeah. That's a bed where they're sleeping. And I remember we, we hadn't been on the road for maybe 45 minutes. 
And then, bam, we just got rear-ended by a guy who was on, like, PCP or something like that. Oh, who had stolen a car, ran us, and knocked us off the road. Wow. That was pretty traumatic for us, you know, because we got off there. And, you know, and a lot of people see, like, you know, your, you know, your mom and dad is, like, these strong figures. And, you know, and, you know, and my dad, he was very... He's a very, you know, I saw him as a very, you know, strong, powerful person. And, uh, and here he was knocked unconscious. I think he cracked his shoulder and he went to shock. So he was unconscious. Yeah. Uh, you know, and you see medical pulling him out and rushing him off the ambulance and you're, and it's, and everything was like extremely traumatic because you're sitting going, what the hell just happened? Yeah. You know, we, we went in a separate ambulance out there because they wanted to check us all out because we had like shattered glass on us and stuff. And Yeah. That was that, you know, it's little things like that. Well, big things like that, that kind of shake up your world and makes yeah. you kind of, think. it changes your perspective Absolutely. of, oh, people do get broken. People do get hurt. And it's not just seeing it happen, you know, on TV, you know, when it, when it hits home, it, it, it's, it's really, uh, it's really powerful. So yeah, that was, that was probably my biggest one. You know, if I look back, all the other stuff was like, you know, playing and stuff like that with sure. friends and things sure. like that. Sure. Wow, I yeah, I never knew that. Dave. Traumatic side. That was that was that was powerful. Did anyone have any lasting impacts from that accident? Did any of your family? No. 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 That's that's super interesting, and 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 I like the perspective that you're bringing about the personal history versus the social history, and I, and I like that term. I'm sure that's not a, a not a new term for someone who's more of a history buff, but no. I like phrasing it that way. Of it, it re- to your point, Dave, it really is a social history, right? If you were a hermit living in the woods for your entire life, you wouldn't know anything about O.J. Simpson or no, the challenge or, or whatever, right? Your history is just yourself and what happened a year ago, yesterday, the day the day before that. So right. I, I, I like that perspective that you're bringing, and it kind of lets me kind of chew on this a little bit more. Well, it's interesting that both of your memories show vulnerabilities, and yeah. both of your memories are breaking down this idealism yeah. that you have as a child, right? Because you yeah. are born, and it is, it's it's normal to have some sort of idealism because parents protect that, and they want you to maintain your childhood innocence as long as possible. But your memories are when that kind of gets shattered, right? Yeah. So you see the yep. vulnerability of your country, and you're seeing the vulnerability of your family, and you're starting to realize that things things are real, and bad mm-hmm. things do happen, and you kind of grow up in a little, you yeah, know. Yeah, I don't know if I would call it like like shattering perceptions. That's I think that's one way to look at it. But if you if you expand that a little bit, right? For me, one of the first historical events, if I was to answer that question, Dave, really was the O.J. Simpson trial, and it's nothing was shattered for me, but the curtain was lifted for yeah. my little world. Right, yeah, you the see world, the inner workings behind things, and you're sitting there going, "Oh, a hundred percent!" All of a sudden, uh, it wasn't just Scott is. Benny in the world; it wasn't me at the center of the universe. There was yeah. this thing that everybody knew about, and I was like, "What?" Well, I, yeah. I, again, again, you were Scott sheltered Benny did, too. I was, this is like, I was very sheltered, right? It's ninety five, and you're listening to it on the radio like it's fifty nine. <laughs> well, I. Well, I I think you're at you're no, you're absolutely correct. And, and, you know, to, uh, and I'll go all the way back into when we were first talking, talking like Star Wars and thanks for correct. I couldn't remember if it was, six, it was 76 or 77, but yeah, so 77 when Star Wars came out was the very first time where I saw a, that was my very first drive-in movie I'd ever been to. And we saw it opening day at the drive-in theaters. Cool. And I remember going to school and I had no idea what they were talking about. My, my dad was so excited. And, uh, my mom said, Hey, you guys, cause you know, 
when you're low, you jump on the bike after you're done with your homework and you ride off and you come home when the, when the streetlights turn on. Yep. That wasn't the case that night. Cause it was Friday night and that wasn't the case. My mom's like, you need to be home at this time because we need to leave because your dad and we're all going to go and see, go to drive in theater. And we're like, what is the hell is a drive in theater? And so, wow, that's so cool. we saw Star Wars that's awesome. opening night in a drive-in theater, and that was the first time I'd ever been to a drive-in theater. Saw Star Wars, went, and I had no idea what he was talking about for Star Wars. Went to school that next, so the Monday, so three days later, yeah. and it was like, boom, people in your face like, how many times have you seen Star Wars so far? Because people oh my were like, gosh, that's awesome. 14 times so far. I've seen it like 32 times. You're like, what the hell are you talking about? Why would you go see, like you not have very good memory or anything? Like, why would you need to see that? <laughs> That's so like, cool. It, like, are you rich? How can you afford to go see it that many times? Like, you not have like what? Like, like what? You like live there? It's like, hey, but but it was but it was incredible, you know, like and that that honestly, I think was probably the first time people would go and see move that same movie over and over and yeah. over and over again. Yeah. Um and it was like street credit. And that was another thing for like when when I was little, I remember that I'm like, like, why would people go see it so many times? Because I remember it, it very sense, well. Yeah. I remember it very well from the first time when I went to <laughs> I saw it once. You know, I don't see you see it again. Yeah. So yeah, you know, all of them, you know, the trilogy yeah. at least. But yeah. but you know but yeah, it was it, it it was definitely something that, you know, was a little bit of a, a benchmark, but that was I think just because we were so amazed. This is before CGI. Sure. You know, they're doing the green screen. But we were just amazed on how they could make stuff look so real, yeah. you know, yeah. for space and things like that and everything. But but that was the buzz. So to your point, Scott, there was a lot of things where, you know, growing up, if you didn't see it, you're like almost like a social outcast on things. So <laughs> yeah. it's like, yeah. you know, for TV. But remember, that's TV. Yeah. Sure. It's, you know, and, and People, you know, remember Fall Guy and all those yep. shows, chips and things. And how many crash that remember how chips would always open with a mega crash scene? Mm-hmm. Just cars flipping over, exploding and all this stuff and everything. And you're sitting there going, wow, that's pretty good. But when it happened to us for real life, you know, we got in an accident. Yeah. Changed perspective yeah. on life. Like, this is real world. And it, and it wasn't so fun anymore, you know what I mean? So it kind of changed your your view and, and take on life. And then when you watch those car scenes, you're sitting there going, God, I hope nobody got hurt. Yeah, it's interesting how people make those those mental shifts. And it's I, I, I find it interesting too, Dave, that, that each of us kind of had, when we talk about the first major historical event, we're right around that 10 to 12 year old range. Right. Mm -hmm. So like for us, Jen, like that's Jackson's, he's 10, right. He's going to be right around there. So so I'll be curious in 20 years when I ask him, what's the first major historical event you you remember, you know, he seems so um, oblivious. But uh, (laughs) it's it's interesting. It's interesting when that curtain is, is lifted, is lifted for us. I mean, what's going on here? (laughs) So let's, so Dave, let's, let's, let's keep this, this train moving. And, um, so, I, will, I will point out one historical event happened today. So now all three of my kids are adults. Now my, my youngest, oh. Taylor, 
just turned 18 today officially. So. Oh, my Happy gosh. Birthday, Happy Taylor. birthday, Taylor. Gosh, I yeah. remember when she was little. I know. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. When she was out there, she was a little baby when you guys. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. She was little. Well, well, ha- happy happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy you did birthday, it, Dave. Taylor. You bought three kids yeah. to adulthood. Uh, Congratulations. To adulthood. I'm no longer responsible for any of them. <laughs> <laughs> we'll drink to that. There you go. <laughs> you can, te- you can tell her you wished her a happy birthday on a podcast. That's that's how cool you are as, as, as a mm-hmm. dad. Um, mm-hmm. So so mo- moving from there, from, from happy birthdays and kind of the curtain being lifted when we were 10, mm-hmm. 11, 12 years old. You know, you've moved around, you've, you've lived all over, even younger, all the way through the Navy. What's kind of a piece of regional history that, that stands out in your mind from all the places you lived? Again, social or yeah. personal, um, yeah. just from somewhere you lived that, that you just like, this was fascinating and I had no idea what this was until I moved there. Yeah. And most people don't yeah. know it when I tell them that I lived here. I'm like, but this is the place that this happened, you know. Miami, Florida, it, it was strange because... You know, I, I'm Hispanic. I'm Hispanic. My dad is, uh, you know, he, he's a naturalized citizen, came out of uh, Nicaragua and met my mom up in Midland. Um, so Miami, I was born down there, had no idea about the, you know, the influx of like, you know, Cubans and Puerto Ricans and all this stuff into Miami. I had no idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, left from there. Uh, so nothing really significant i would say in miami but then when we moved when we moved to baton rouge louisiana man that was a culture shock i remember so i remember going and and waiting at the school bus and the kids there going oh hey you're a new student this year like yeah i am they're like where were you born i'm like what like where were you born i'm like um why they're like well we're trying to determine if you're a Yankee or a rebel, I'm like, oh, what? Wow. <laughs> and now up to that point, no idea what they're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. No idea what the Civil War was. Nothing. They, <laughs> hit me cold. they hit me absolutely cold. You know, I'm like, so <laughs> I'm, literally, I'm literally starting first grade. Okay. Oh, my gosh. And I have no idea what they're talking about. Holy cow. And, uh, and so I go, why? Well, I, I was born in Miami, Florida. And they're like, uh... <laughs> <laughs> they don't even know what to say think, about that they're trying to think like where does that put me they're yeah. like one of the and one of the older kids walks up and goes he's neutral i'm like what i'm like what does that even mean and then i found out you know How sitting with them and talking with the school bus it's like yeah so if you're born and then i learned about you know so my education on the civil war was, was on the school bus <laughs> of what the mason dixon line mason dixon line was and holy the, cow uh, what the Confederate Army was, and and the Confederate flag, and the yeah. you know the War of the Northern Aggression, and all this yeah, stuff. You I got was, it on the school bus in the South. Yeah, I was taught literally. I was taught the Civil War on the school bus every morning. <laughs> that was that was that was the most bizarre shit I've ever seen. That, that was just that was just is so, super interesting. That was interesting, so unusual. And then uh, and uh, and just getting used to that because like, Miami is huge. Baton Rouge yeah. is huge, and then you know that you know yeah. small, so all small townism stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then when we moved to uh, Cincinnati, Ohio, you know skyline chili. Yeah. You're just you're sitting here going, why ha- why haven't I not known about this ever in my life? Because this stuff is amazing. 
So, um, hey, so Skyline Chili, really quick. My brother brought up Skyline on the last podcast. Yeah. Is that the, is that like the the chili with the spaghetti in it? Yeah. Well, you put it on top of the spaghetti, but yeah. We were asking. So you put the chili on top of the spaghetti. Yeah. Okay. So and it's just regular spaghetti way, noodles. Yes. Okay. The most, the most, the most common way to do is, is it's called a, a, a three way. So. <laughs> three ways just three ingredients it's it's uh Please it's spaghetti <laughs> it's spaghetti the, the 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 meat sauce and the meat sauce it's 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 finally almost like if you take an emulsifier and it's and, and emulsified it so it actually comes out almost kind of like three times more fine than sloppy joe okay and then huh. and then you put cheese on top of that so that's three ingredients that's a three-way if you want it as a four-way you have the option of either putting onions or beans if you put onions and beans and that's a five-way so that's there you go. In a nutshell, now, now, you, now you've been educated, and then you no, can get like the. My, chili. It's like and the In and Out secret menu. Tony's chili cheese coney, and they know you're not. They know you're not a local if if they go. Um, if if you want onion and mustard, you always say yes because what they're going to do is they take the bun and they put a they put a a line of mustard in it. Put the uh, put the hot dog on it. A little bit of uh, onion. And they put the cheese cap on there, and then they put it in the little little heat oven while it's on there. Melts the cheese on the thing. You eat that, you think you're in heaven. It's awesome. It doesn't sound great. When you guys come down, I'll treat you some Skyline Chili. You can buy it in a can now, and, and you know, and, and perfect your craft. But you can. That's so that's so funny you brought that up because my brother my brother lives in Chillicothe, which is just at all. Yeah, no, it doesn't sound healthy. But my my brother just brought that up on the very first episode. He he brought it up. I think I actually cut it from the episode. Did you? Oh. I, I cut it out of the episode because it, it kind of didn't fit. But it's funny that you bring that up because my brother brought it. He started talking about Columbus. I history. just remember the spaghetti and the chili, and I was yeah. like, "That sounds such a like yeah. a weird combination." But next topic, Scott. We got. <laughs> I try to keep it to to three questions. Yep. Um, and then for the most part. You know the uh, the board association in the beginning. Uh, I'll give you I'll give you a middle grade because you you weren't able to stick to the one word. Dave will never stick to one word. <laughs> I should have ex- <laughs> I should have expected that from you, Dave. No. I have to, well, I have to tell you why. I mean, it's like there's you know there has to be an explanation behind everything. So right, right, right. If I don't give it then, I'll just forget. So so Dave, thank you again for coming on the, the history buzz this was a lot of fun this yeah. was super interesting i mean i've heard a lot of your stories and i was really glad that that you answered my text that you decided that you accepted uh our invitation to come on i've just uh created some some fun history bug history buzz bug swag <laughs> so some stickers and stuff i'll send you the sticker first you're going to be the first one to get a sticker there there dave um, I was told I was going to get a walking with history sweatshirt out of this. Oh, oh okay. Well, walking no, with no, history. No, 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 correction, correction. Hat. You confirm the hat via via Facebook. Oh, no, I, I got. I got. I still got to work on making the hat. Those. That's a I like trickier. that you dropped the walk with history though. Thanks, Dave. Yes. Yeah. So, so again, thank, thank you, Dave. Um, you, you passed. I'll give you a passing grade for the word association <laughs> test. Um, I won't say that you pass with high grades because uh, you like to explain everything, but that's a good thing on a podcast like this. So thank you for listening to the History Buzz. If you are interested in being a guest on the History Buzz, you can reach out to us at thehistorybuzz at gmail.com. That is thehistorybuzz at gmail.com. And until next my time, my friends, as they say over at the Oz9 podcast, as I learned on Twitter just the other day, this is the Czech way to say cheers, is Nazdravi. Oh. <laughs>
Ah, nice to have you. Thank you. <laughs>